for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to CGN TV and Living Life. And around here, we don't just talk about living life. We live life to the fullest because we have the power of the Lord living in us and working through us. As I grew up, there was a statement I used to hear my grandma say, and she would say, life is not always a rose garden. And what she meant is sometimes situation comes our way that is difficult for us, but with God on our side, we can be victorious and we can experience the very presence and the comfort of his spirit. So let's open this portion of scripture as we continue in the book of Job and let's dig deep and find out what God has to say to us about suffering. Job chapter 14, verses 13 through 22. If only you would hide me in the grave and conceal me till your anger has passed. If only you would set me a time and then remember me. If someone dies, will they live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait for my renewal to come. You will call and I will answer you. You will long for the creature your hands have made. Surely then you will count my steps, but not keep track of my sin. My offenses will be sealed up in a bag. You will cover over my sin. But as a mountain erodes and crumbles, and as a rock is moved from its place, as water wears away stones and torrents wash away the soil, so you destroy a person's hope. You overpower them once for all, and they are gone. You change their countenance and send them away. If their children are honored, they do not know it. If their offspring are brought low, they do not see it. They feel but the pain of their own bodies and mourn only for themselves. Today, as we're in Job chapter 14, verses 13 through 22, we see that Job cries out. Have you cried out to the Lord? Have you had a time when you've cried out to the Lord? I know there's been situations in my life where I cried out to him and I experienced so many miracles. And Job says this, Oh, that you should hide me in the grave, that you would conceal me until your wrath is past. Now, this may seem a little bit dramatic, but Job was definitely just to the point where he just had no more resources. He had no more uh, avenues to explore. He was desperate. He had lost so much. You know, it's one thing to experience a sudden tragedy, like losing a child or being told a bad medical report from the doctor. It's quite something else to experience uh, suffering and relentless misery over a period of long time where you feel that there's no relief. And I know there's people watching today or you know of somebody that is experiencing just a lot of hardship and tragedy. And uh, in one afternoon, we know Job lost 10 children. He lost all of his wealth. Shortly after that, he's afflicted with this terrible skin disease. He's experiencing this unexplainable 
disasters on his life and his heart is heavy. His heart aches for relief. Um, when Job first started out with these calamities, it seemed like he, he just kind of yielded to the, to the Lord's purposes. He says, the Lord gave, the Lord's taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shall we receive good at the hand of the Lord and shall we not receive evil? But as the weeks turn into months, Job is worn down. You see that he's beginning to just lose hope. His confidence wavers. He's wondering, is God for me? And here along comes his friends, if we can call him that, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. And they give Job bad theology. They make comments about God that are not true. And Job begins to insist on his righteousness at the expense of God's justice. And this is something that we see Job will correct towards the end of this chapter of his life. He goes on to say, for now you number my steps. The word says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and he delights in his way. And though he is cast down, um, though he will not throw him out, basically. God upholds him with his right hand. And so we know that God gives us his principle. He numbers our days. And Job acknowledges God is aware of his situation, although he doesn't hear or see answers. God's perspective is always far and wide, but his nearness never is. God is always with us. He is for us. When we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives in the most difficult times, God is able to go to our core beliefs and he brings about the eternal changes that are purposed by God's plans to make us in his image. My pastor says this, wrestle with God until he wins. We want to wrestle with God in our most difficult times, and it's okay to wrestle with God, but wrestle with him until he wins. Maybe you know somebody that's going through a difficult time. There's a few things, and perhaps yourself, but there's a few things that I think are helpful. First of all, hold on to God with all of your might. Job did hold on to God. He may have wavered, but he held on to him because he knew God's character deep down. Hold on to the body of Christ. Surround yourself with believers who will cover you in prayer, encourage you, and accountability. And then hold on to his promises. There's some promises that just came to my heart as I was preparing. And maybe one of these will help you or someone you know that's going through difficulty to stand. Having done all stand, it tells us in Ephesians 6. If you're sick... Psalms 41, verses 2 through 3, the Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. That's Psalms 41, verses 2 through 3. In trouble, Psalms 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Do you have weariness? Are you anxious? Isaiah 33, 2. Oh, Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. And are you wavering in your faith? That's natural. That's part of the growing process. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep 
His promises. Where two or three are gathered in His name, He's here in our midst. Let's join together and go to the Lord in petition and in prayer. Father, we come to you today and we thank you. We're confident that our days are numbered by you. Help us to trust you when difficulties come and to look to you as our eternal hope and to place all of our desires with you and know that you will not allow the enemy to have victory over us for you are the victor in Jesus' name, amen. Single soul, the